Hey, Pranosos, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Bruce from Printavo. We've got a very special episode. We are outside Dallas, Texas. What is the official? Richardson. We are in Richardson, Texas today. <laughs> Hanging out with Artscape Creative. Jason started this awesome screen printing shop, of which we've got a really cool shop tour, too, that we're going to drop down in the description down below so you guys can see it. A lot of change, a lot of transformation here. Yeah. How's you, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Holding it together. Yeah. Been pretty fortunate. What has business been like for you guys? I mean, honestly, through, I mean, even when the pandemic first hit and we slowed down some, but we still managed to get jobs. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, I guess from previous clients, but we just continue to get some jobs. So, was it uh, a certain type of customer? I mean, there was some repeats, but also there was a UI. I used to do UI design, really and coding. So there was a client that had three projects. Uh-huh. When there was a little bit of slowdown, those three projects carried carried through. I don't know. Stars aligned. So before Printavo, I was UI designer, mm-hmm. UI UX designer. Um, also got into front end development, mm-hmm. you know, HTML, CSS and stuff too. Yeah, no, no coding for me. Just I can awesome look at design. HTML, CSS, all that see that stuff, but. So you're super creative then too. Yeah, I'm dabbling too many things, I think. Okay, so, so how did you go from UI designer to screen printer? Um, so we had a, I did a graphic design agency and uh with freelance business, for yourself no is no, a business had a business partner we had like 12 employees okay we had some pretty good clients that were dallas based that was probably a three-year run and i just wanted to do my own thing so i kind of just left that for that person and did my own thing and just do something different or well just no like- still still do graphic design and still do what I've been doing for 20 something years. And then just, I always love the print side of things, printing magazines and seeing what you design on paper or whatever. So I had the idea of like, I want to get into screen printing. And so I just started researching it. And literally, I don't know, in a month time, started building my own vacuum table, um, bought a Vastex 1000, started printing stuff getting some of the clients that I had under my graphic design umbrella to start printing with me. Well, you said you also learned on water-based printing. Yeah, so I was, <laughs> I don't know, started doing water-based first, but. Just on YouTube or? Yeah, I mean, just watching all that stuff. Right. So, and just. What? I figured that what was. What videos the, were doing water-based printing then? I don't, it was, what was the guy's name? I think, well, I think it was Ryanette for sure. They were showing okay. that stuff, but. Well, like Catspit? Cats, but I think, yeah, but I think it's my lack of knowledge of what I was actually getting into. Sure. Thinking like that's what you should do. Yeah. It's crazy thing in those days. We didn't know. I mean, just thinking about the industry as a whole now, and we didn't know about trade shows. We didn't know about, uh, we talked about contract printing. We didn't, we didn't know about anything. It was just like, yeah. get the order, print it, you yep. know, hope they're happy and then move on. Yeah. Totally different level now. So you, you had a manual. Um, you've obviously got an auto in the back now. Uh, what was the transition there like? Or, or what prompted you to do that? So I had a 2,000-piece job. And 
it was all it was three color front three color or two color back or one color back sorry and i printed that for like a week and i hated my life towards friday just never ever wanted to do that again so then i just started looking into getting a automatic right and um that led me to getting a workhorse because it fit in my space i mean i was i think the width of my spot was like 22 inches wide and the press was 10 was this a warehouse or was this no it's right it's across the way okay yeah it's the same complex i'm in now and it was just a little long rectangle office but it fit you had like three feet on the backside of it to get to things. Did you feel comfortable with the capital investment then? Since you, it sounds like you had been running businesses before. Yeah, so. I mean, it was, it didn't seem to really worry about it. Cause I knew that if, it's not robbing Peter to pay Paul, but if I wasn't printing, I was still doing graphic design. That was still gonna help pay rent, pay the note on that. Mm-hmm. It would just carry me through until I continue to build the business on the screen print side. So you're you're passionate then about the the art side coming from art world. If you ask me to come and do a logo for you and do a discovery session and do all the mock-ups and stuff, I'm probably not going to do it anymore. I'm I'm burnt out on that side. But I don't know. Creative side, I don't know, that's still I don't know. Screen printing is is great is creativity. Mm-hmm. So that's what still kind of drives me doing it so so you started you started here or you started over there you were doing screen printing or Mm -hmm. because i saw we did this you walked me around and everything you had a lot of paper printing. yeah so so we did i did a lot of flat stock stuff and that's kind of like how i learned to screen print was just on flat stock Uh and then branched over into a manual press so you started off, like, was that because you got that job or was that what just your interest? It was just an interest at first. Like, I want to print, you know, these greeting cards or these holiday cards on paper, on paper stock. So I started to, you know, to eventually get into screening, printing T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That just led me down the rabbit hole of, you know, that side of the business. And Got it. I don't know. You still have a lot of that equipment? No. So I had, I had letterpress equipment, too. Um, and then that ended up being a whole nother beast of something. And I didn't have the skill set or the time to learn how to use that. I printed like five jobs on it. So I had two, uh, two presses and I just got rid of them. Watch the show profit. And he's always about, you know, utilizing your space and that's with, uh, what's his name? Marcus Malonis. Okay. I know it is. Her last someday. name might be wrong, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Say it fast enough, it sounds right. Um, he's Looks about well people, honest. product, people, people, product, and process. Anyways, he always goes to these companies and they have this stuff sitting there. It's been sitting there forever. And they don't use it or they're not making any money on it. Liquidate it, get rid of it. So that kind of got my head spinning. It's like, why do I have these machines? I don't use them. So I got rid of them. And that just helped me get into the screen printing side fun stuff fund things to get into screen printing that's like the a, manual press and stuff like that yeah that's a that kind of hits home a little bit that you're just paying for it to sit there yeah you are it's really it's, it's not even that you're not using it it's you're square footage you're just sitting on that it. and it's collecting dust you might be doing it it's just 
you could use that amount of square footage of that space for to make money on. Right. So. So what do you think you're so you've got about five people here? No, I've got three. Three people. I've got a press operator, an embroiderer, and then me, which is about ten people. So <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. The hats. The many yeah. hats. Yeah. What do you think your role is now? And what do you think you want your role to be to be most effective? Man, my role now I mean, my role now is just I have to keep the ship going. I mean, I'm making sure quotes are getting out timely manner. Um, films are being printed. My press operator has everything he needs ordering stock. I mean, I mean, the next piece would be getting someone in here to alleviate that. So I'm, I'm like right there getting to that plateau to where I need to get that person. Got it. It's, it's right there. What do you think is going to push it over? So just sales. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting there. So what do you think you'd want your full-time role to be then focused fully on the sales side or still? Yeah. I mean, sales, I I like, I like the sales side of stuff, talking to people, getting them to where they need to be to get them a a good product. I mean, that's, I love doing that. People come in here like, I don't know where to start. I'll hold their hand through the whole process. Right. You know, picking the right shirt and, what type of print you need or the ink you need to use and depending on what their end result needs to be. I love that side of it. Um, but I got to find that person that's can handle quoting. I mean, it's probably like a two person job after if I don't touch that stuff. Right. You know, like all the like stuff. A, yeah. Art guy. And uh, yeah, kind of general mm-hmm, art guy sales, not a salesperson, but everyone doing the quotes. I mean, it's right. Art and quotes. Yeah, that's that's two people. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I was driving over here. And the reason I asked this is because I was thinking if there's, let's call it 50 hours in a week, right? Like good quality working hours. I mean, so you may say 70 or 80, but there's sometimes you're just staring at the freaking wall, right? And you're mm-hmm. not actually like efficient. Uh, how much time should I be spending in areas and where am I actually at now? Mm-hmm. Cause I think sometimes I'll personally have, uh, I think that I'm spending time in these areas, but I'm not actually. So if I look at the actual hours per day that I've blocked off to do certain things or that I have to do certain things, it's probably pretty surprising that it's not where I want to be spending mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. Which is why I was curious to ask as far as where you're at and where you want to go. Yeah. If I, if I doze goof off anything, I, I'm falling way behind. I have to stay on point. Mm-hmm. So you're have a designer background. Mm-hmm. We had an interesting question the other day on the podcast. They're asking about how would you organize art files? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've got a way since you yeah. been in the realm for so long and you had an agency yeah. before. Yeah. So we use a server. It's a Synology server. Okay. Um, it's, it's not really a rack, but it's, it's just a square box. It's got four drives in it. Um, it's a raid system. I don't get too technical, but it, you know, stores all the files on there. We could do Dropbox, but I don't know how big of a computer or drive you're going to have to have to get all those files to store in your drive. So everything's on Synology. It's, um, organized by the client, of course. Um, so the top level folder is customer name? The top level folder is, is customer. 
And inside that is a structure of folders that we have a script for on a Mac that when you double click on it, it asks you where you wanna save it, click where you wanna save it, then it asks you the name. And once you do that, in behind that script is it automatically populates all the folders for that client, whether it's assets, dead folders, um, if it's gonna be for you know, screen printing, is it for social, for web stuff? I mean, I still have some of the structure from when I was an agency, not use all of it, but everything's there. And within those folders, there's the, you know, asset dead folders. So every job that you put in, like say, screen printing folder, we just code it by the year, the month, the day, and then that, that job title. And then within that, there's assets or creative assets, like another again, dead folder and um, exports. And within that can be PDF, PNGs. It's just real precise and consistent every time. So when you go in and get those files, you know exactly Got it. where Interesting. they are. Yeah. With the order, do you put any nickname info? For, oh, to get to uh, Unprintavo, is that what you're saying? No, or? just like in your folder structure. So you've got the company name as the top level. Right. So when it goes to the order, say it's 2020 or 2021, the month, the date, and then it would be, you know, um, let's say it's, it's Crazy Water. It's a client mm-hmm. we have. Crazy Water um, Circle logo. That's all we use as the, as the headline for that. Got it. For the, for the hint. Okay. Let's just chat embroidery. Did you get into embroidery after screen printing, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when you got into it, uh, what was the thoughts? Just to be able to bring it in the house? Was it quality? Was it it's, profit? Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's kind of the full gamut, but yeah, it's controlling the quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, Why? Because you're subbing it out and it wasn't good? Exactly. I, I just don't feel good s- subbing that stuff out and not knowing. Just crossing our fingers that we just sewed 50 pieces or even it's five pieces Hopefully it looks right. Right. So we just decided to bring that in. I decided to bring that in house. So, so that's a big investment because you, you have a person staffed on it now too. Yeah, we do now. It was part time and then it was just me. So that was the 15th hat I was wearing. So yeah. Um, so I was doing embroidery while it was just, it's a lot. So now there's someone here that's can, it's handling it. So. That's all they're focused on. Yeah, he's hooping, just s- straight up, embroidery. He's never touched outs. it before, and I trained him on how to do an embroidery. Really? How long did that take before they were 100% ready? I mean, he's techie, so it's, I mean, he gets it. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't. I think three months, two months, six I months. I honestly think maybe a month he picking up on. Now, he's not digitizing and stuff. Okay. He's just taking files, maybe you changing densities out. and stuff like that. Got it. Doing test sew outs, and then he, you know. He can rethread. He, he he knows what he's doing. With the test sew out, is that just for you? Do you send it to the customer? To the customer. With just like texting them or? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I usually text them. And okay. if not, we put it into Printavo and oh, okay, send it, it off for another approval. Approval, got just, it. Just, hey, check it out. Let me know if you're good. Just, need, a, every, I just need a verbal. Is that every embroidery order? No, no. It's just some clients are particular and they want to see that. Got it. Yeah. Um, A month training... How did you do the embroidery training? Was it shadowing you, running jobs? Yeah, um, I mean, it was, yeah, I basically shadowing me, but then there's a point of just like, okay, you need to touch things and you need to do things on your own because you can't. Like on test hats? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, 
how to hoop hats. I mean, all that stuff. You just made them do it. Did you ever, because I know they have some certain classes at the Fort Worth show and everything mm-hmm. too. I mean, maybe that timing didn't necessarily line up. Though. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, it's something that, you know, maybe the show coming up that send them to. But yeah, I mean, more training, the better. Got it. So, and when did you invest in the embroidery after the business was getting moving? It's probably, man, three years ago. Mm-hmm. I just had those. Chinese board machines, the one head I got brought in from Houston. Someone was selling it. And it's just, I didn't, then I got a two head of the same brand because it was, for what it was, it was pretty cheap after imports fees. So, how cheap? It's like five grand got after it. import, uh, import tax, all that stuff. So, and that's the one you still have? Yeah, we still have it. Got it. Run it just with, Simple jobs, nothing too complex, so it comes out okay. Got it. Yeah. What do you feel like is one of the best business decisions you've made? Oh, man. As a whole? Yeah. Changing career paths and doing this versus graphic design and web stuff. Just the lead time from project conception to completion. Completion, all the There's a lot of timelines and design. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing UI stuff or web stuff. Well. Yeah. And it's like, why is my project done? I was like, well, <laughs> let's go back to all these emails that you didn't answer or you took forever on. And yeah. Anyways, I remember some yeah. that were like that or, or they approved it, but then later oh, yeah. unapproved it. Can we change this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so that part of it is all it's, it was just time to make a change. Yeah. You know, kind of, I don't want to say burnout, but maybe it's burnout, you know? How do you guys, how do people find you? Is it, do you market? Do you pay for ads? So, is it walk in, word of mouth? Uh, there is word of mouth, but so I was running Google ads. Uh-huh. Kind of builds up to this. I was running Google ads, spent 150 bucks a month or so, and I was getting calls. And then I didn't, sorry, my website was, had malware on it. Didn't realize it, fixed it. Mm. didn't know it affected my ads wordpress yeah got it didn't know it affected my ads with google until i wasn't getting any phone calls right zero it was just zero conversions drop bottom of the bucket 150 dollars going no it wasn't even spinning it they shut it off well that was nice of them yeah don't tell me okay maybe they did i just got it just blended in with all my other emails yeah so i don't know they reached out to me or something but it come to find out i was like oh my ad's not even running and so we, I turn it back on. And the website says something Well, no, ridiculous. That, I'm saying that was fixed. I fixed all that. Oh, but you had to turn that uh, But I didn't. Then they have to re-verify that you don't have any more, and that takes a while, but you just can't go turn it back on. Got it. Fix the site. Th- didn't know that my app wasn't running after fixing it. Never knew all that stuff. So I, uh, they um, reached out to me. We turned the ads back on, got it all verified again. And then started getting calls in. Then I just increased it to like 500 bucks a month. And it's a complete different ball game. Like there's, I don't know why, but it's just, that's, either you, you pay to play, I guess. Do you know what keywords you're bidding on? Is it very local it's, driven? It's AdWords Express. Okay. But it is, it is local driven. It's within the zip code area. So you, you're targeting just for your zip code area. No, no, I'm, I'm targeting for the Richardson Plano. It's, it's probably like a 
75 mile radius mm-hmm. maybe it clips into downtown so it's geolocated mm-hmm. and it's what like is a keyword like richardson custom t-shirts yeah it's or? custom i i could get into it but it's screen printing and all those keywords are i don't know the specifics of what they are but yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that is the call to action then call you or fill out a the contact form it's basically to take them to my site okay so then i mean i could do a call but i want them to drive them my site to see um i don't know where they can trust me yeah quality and you have they, a because you have a pretty clean site chris can you pop up just the the site and just scroll through it because it's really clean and nice i was filling out the contact form because mm-hmm. i was curious to see mm-hmm. the different stages because mm-hmm. you set it up so it's like three pages that go through oh for the quoting mm-hmm. yeah I, did when did you do that today okay because it was whoop uh were what is it wordpress <laughs> forms i took that one out and i'm using fluent it's a new form why why do you switch it because the wordpress forms it wasn't communicating like i wanted through zapier through to printavo oh so i'm like i need to get this fixed so that's what i did like four days ago does that go ago. in and create a customer it or? creates a customer very cool yeah so it well in fluent creates the form and then in Integrally, it's like way cheaper than the oh, Integromat. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw that one pop up. It's or te- cheaper than Zapper, so yeah. Sorry about that, but yeah, yeah. and it does I, the same I, thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It might not be as detailed, but it gets to what I need to get. Got done. it. Yeah, I've heard other people use that in, in Integrum. Yeah, it's it's something like that. We'll have to. Uh, Chris can thank you for putting a link yeah. down below so people can check that one out yeah. too. Um, yeah, the site's clean. So people, the ads are driven to the site. Yeah. How do you measure ROI on it? Do people say on the phone? I usually, if I remember, I ask, like, how'd you find me? And it's, okay. it's usually Google. And you just hear it a lot. Yep. Do, yeah. Is it, do you know if it's ad Google or just SEO for like, because I, you're probably optimized for Richardson. I am, but it's most of the time it is from that top ad on Google. Okay. I don't know how sometimes... I'm up above or right below custom ink sometimes when you look at the ad. I don't know how that's happening. Google does create preference for the best fitting result, which if you're in this area is Mm -hmm. very relevant for that person searching. Yeah. Um, And it's hard to beat that for, you know, someone mass buying like a custom ink. Not an SEO expert. I never went down that route. I mean, if if a lot of you, so you're saying a lot of the sales or people Mm -hmm. that hear about you come through. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, a, a good percentage of them are. There's a lot of that's return clients, but it's it's a lot with Google. So I hate to be a downer here, but yes. what do you feel like is one of the worst business decisions? Oh man, worst decision. Or a not I, so good business decision. Maybe that's easy. So it doesn't have to, you don't have to sort it. Yeah, not so good business decision. I mean, I guess hiring someone sooner in the embroidery because I was just struggling through it. I don't know if that's a good one or not. But how, how soon after you had the equipment did you hire this person? For embroidery? Yeah. Oh, it was a while. It was a couple of years because I didn't have like a flood of business in the embroidery side. It's just every time I, it's like when I bought the equipment, I got the jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was enough for me to manage. But now. You think that's because you were like thinking about selling it more and so you pushed it or people actually asked? I don't know. 
the secret maybe you know the reason <laughs> i, I say this like when people say oh you know I, we bought our first auto and i was just like i gotta feed this thing so it's like clearly yeah, yeah. psychologically it, yeah i mean the energy i had maybe i don't know not saying like yeah you're gonna want to put hats in that order too or <laughs> yeah if you thought about pairing this with a polo right i don't know maybe but it they i'm not saying it was a flood but it as soon as i got it they it started to come in right so but hiring it was literally seven months ago full-time it was part-time and now it's just like on the shop tour you'll see there's all those embroidery stuff on that the was wall. prime COVID time yeah it was, it was awesome that you found someone well the gym next door he he works out there and i work out oh he's like so hey let's he's like hey i'm hiring you want to right just fill it out come over and see if you want to do it he's like i love it that's awesome yeah so lucky. you said he was technical before which you thought yeah. helped mm -hmm. yeah it's just interesting characteristic right like hiring people we try to hire based on hey i'm looking for these five characteristics and i'm gonna rate in my hand, I'm not going to tell them, but like one to four, how well they are in these different areas. Mm -hmm. And it tries to help get rid of some gut feeling. of like, Yeah. Because sometimes you can be like, oh, they're very good. They're not so good. But what happens when it's more in the middle? Like, I'm not fully sure. Yeah. That tried to make it a little bit more measurable for us. But uh, it sounds like at least that was a good aspect. Yeah. And that's why I want to give them the trial. Try oh, it out. What, how long was that? No, I mean, I just, once you come in. Yeah. I'll show you how it works. Mm -hmm. Not all the details, but see if you like it. Show you how to hoop some stuff, load some stuff. That was just like a day, a couple hours. Yeah. I mean, maybe a couple days. Yeah. Might have been like Thursday, Friday, and it's like Monday. He shows up. I was like, still like it? He's like, yeah, I love it. So I got That's lucky. a great way because it would have saved you so much time, especially if they were like, nope. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Versus. Just be a honest. Week later, if you don't like it, later, it's yeah. no hard feelings. You can right. go. We'll still be friends. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So your lease is coming up on the building. Yep. Probably a year. Yeah. About a year. I'd say oh. that's coming up because you got to get a pretty good notice. What are your, what are your thoughts? How many know. square feet is this building? 2,400. And the one before you it's said we started, that's 1,200. Mm -hmm. So doubled it to this one. Mm -hmm. Is there another one open that? <laughs> if the gym goes away. Okay. But I don't think it's going to, so. Yeah, no, it's not going anywhere. So I don't know. This is working so far. So it's, I don't know. I'm How long torn. These terms, three years. So that's not bad. Yeah, I try to do five, but you know. Why to get your lease down? Yeah, so they don't jack up the rates when that lease is up. Right. So are they moving it up on you this time? Not. I don't know yet. I haven't asked. Like, Still hey, if I renew. Kind of yeah, yeah. Maybe it's best not to ask. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, moving wise, it, I, my gut tells me I need to move. Why? I guess like the embroidery thing. It's, if, I, if I move to a bigger facility, mm -hmm. more room, more equipment, I don't know. Maybe it brings more work. I mean, I'm doing pretty good here. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Torn, your, very what's torn. Your, what's your thoughts on buying versus leasing buildings? So we were, me and my wife were going down that rabbit hole of, should we go buy? Looked uh -huh. at land, looked at land. It's hard to find land or even a building. I mean, the amount of money you have to put down, it's significant, especially if you don't have it right off the bat. But 
perfect case scenario. Yeah, if you can buy it, buy it. You know, but it's That's all fair. about that location. You know. Plus, you talk about the growth. I mean, yeah, you gotta. You know, being three, who knows if you're six or you're ten? You know, folks in the future. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I like the size it is now. Maybe I could have one more auto, but I don't want to have a huge operation. Yeah. Where do you I, feel like is your sweet spot then? Personally, or what? I mean, what do you? Yeah, mean? personally, like with the business and everything, where it. I, mean, I, I like this where this is. Design and then sales. So yeah. a nice split. Yeah, just a little. But I, I mean, I like selling people what what they need. So I don't know. What about operations wise? Right, because more people, more management, more labor, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. More overhead costs. Yeah, that's and that's that's the thing. It just you just you just continue to build. You think you're basically there? You talk about this one person to help this kind of generalist uh, type of front office role, but yeah, I mean, I, it's I think that would have to be brought in here. See how that works. If that alleviates, and you know, but I do like printing. I love being on press. But since I've got that press, I've maybe spent twenty hours on it. I just hadn't been able to because I'm front of house i guess you'd say right so yes it's interesting just to think about that i think maybe as people have ran their businesses for longer of time that i've chatted with they find that spot where they're like you know maybe at first it was like grow 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 and then it was like wow yeah everything costs so much yeah like we need to buff out the the profit margin kind of scale back down Mm -hmm. a little bit and then find this even keel where you can pay yourself you're comfortable yeah but you're not overworked mm-hmm. doing four different jobs. Yeah. That's one more person. I feel like I'd be there, you know, towards, I wouldn't say coasting, but it's, I think we're pretty efficient right now. We're pretty good, but there's always room for improvement. So, yeah, maybe it is at, uh, four team members to help that team of five, <laughs> the five man squad. Yeah. Leading the pack. Yeah. Um, all right, last question. Are there any interesting authors or speakers, inspirational oh, things you follow? Oh, man. I'm the worst at that. Huh? I'm the worst at that. I don't... Okay, maybe I don't, other cool businesses or... Uh, yeah, I don't really read stuff. I'm not a fair. big reader. Designer. Misspell yeah. stuff. I like crazy stuff. So. Cool designers or, or like Instagram accounts or something. I mean, there's so many people. Yeah. What about something that you're just looking forward to? Looking forward to? I mean, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty lucky what is going on now, the workload we have. Oh, just, uh, okay, so probably just continued growth. I mean, the rate of that we're at now, I just, I'm just looking forward to, you know, getting some more business and sure making more people happy. I don't know. Heck yeah. Awesome. <laughs> guys, this is Artscape Creative. You guys can check him out on Instagram. Jason uh, out of Richardson, Texas. Thanks so much for <laughs> spending time with us today. Yep. I'm not the only one. Heck yeah. Uh, you guys can check out the shop tour. Really, really cool space again down below. They've got a great, small, powerful team, though. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate you. 
Heck yeah. We'll see you guys in the next Print Hustlers podcast. I'm Bruce from Printavo. Later. See ya. Thank you.